This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brandspark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Hi, everybody. I'm Sina Gaznavi, and my co-host Justin Williams and I are working with the team from Last Podcast of the Left to launch a new show called Fraudsters. That's right. We're like the Hall of Shame for scammers. This season, we'll show you the future with Miss Cleo. Call me now for your free reading. We've got Ponzi schemes. We've got crypto fraud. We've got catfishing. This will be a perfect podcast, 100% guaranteed or your money back. Cena, I think it's free. Oh, that's right. Fraudsters, starting next week, listen for free, only on Spotify. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. I even spent seven days eating mushrooms and playing Uno. Like... Uh, psychological, psychological mushrooms, Psych- psychedelic mushrooms, psychological mushrooms, food mushrooms. No, I've been eating problem porcinis, um, <laughs> so I can really focus on what's wrong with me and how are we getting to down to the bottom of the problems of me. Oh, that's great. Did you discover any? Nope. No, not at all. Each time you I lift a manhole. vacation, you were taking, you were tripping shrooms and you didn't discover any maybe possible flaws. You're straight up. I just lift one manhole and it's like I go into a whole other dungeon and then I, there's a manhole. <laughs> in that dungeon and lift it up and there's a whole other worse dungeon. The H.H. Holmes Horror House lives within the mind of Henry Zabrowski. Three shoots! Going all the way down! Whoa! Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry. If I told you we didn't have a lot to talk about today, I'd be completely lying because everyone did everything wrong this past week. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane what happened. We have horse mutilations. We have people flying in the sky where they shouldn't be. We have politicians having sex with their sons, uh, which I guess that's fairly par for the course. Again, remember, if you're having sex with your child, if you marry them first, it's totally legit. I don't think that that's true, but we'll talk about that story in a second. As a matter of fact, Henry, green man's choice, green hair choice, where do you want to start this week? All right, I want to talk about this popped up last night, and it's just one of the stories. This is more to me. This is a fun story. Okay. Uh, FBI investigating pilot's report of a guy in jetpack <laughs> flying 3,000 feet in air near planes at LAX. Now, it's this, the drunk rocketeer. This is so much fun. This is a fun idea. Not it's, if you're on the plane. Oh, man, I would wave what? at him. No, you would not. You wave would fr- at rocketeer. No, you would freak out. I feel like a part of maybe just the damage that has been done. 
uh-huh. over the years. And honestly, because I was talking about this, about how like I wave at the end of every Zoom meeting. Yes. Even if it's important and there's important people on the end of it, I go, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> it's guaranteed. It is, it's, I'm going to say cute. And then the way you wipe the drool from your, <laughs> the way Natalie wipes the drool from your face. Bye-bye, mister. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. TV bye. show, please, mister. Oh. But then I, this time, if I did see a rocketeer, because I, I think that, just there's enough kernels of just, I don't know, looking for something wondrous to happen. Sure. And if I saw a man fly past the window, I'd just go, bye, Mr. Man. Hi, hi, Mr. Mr. Right. You don't think that you would freak out immediately, slam all the whiskey that you have right in front of you. The amount of airline bottles that we go through is fascinating when we fly. You don't think you would just start freaking out and screaming? I honestly, at this point, I'm so excited for anything different. Okay. If a man with a rocket rocket pack went past my house, I'd go up and be like, fine. Take me with you, Rocket Man. Take me with you. Oh, that'd be cute. It would be fun to experience something else. The yeah. idea of seeing the leaks of reality. You see things slowly pour through. Yeah. But this is just a man with money. The, the Federal Bureau of Investigation is investigating after an American Airlines pilot. Boo! Delta! Big ups to really? Delta! You have that much company loyalty? You know Delta! Wow! Whoa, fuck you, American Airlines! Whoa! Reported seeing a mystery person in a jetpack flying high above Los Angeles. It's Elon Musk. Okay, can I just ask this question? And I know you don't have an answer, but how doesn't he burn his legs? Because that was the thing with the Rocketeer as I was watching it, even as a child, I was like, you're going to burn your legs because of, uh, of all the flames coming out of the jetpack. How don't you do that? Flame retardant pants. Flame retardant pants. That's all, that's the only thing I can say. It's the only thing Be- I would think too. Because they have these jetpacks apparently. So when it comes to accuracy and detail and reliability, this is according to Fox 11, right? You'd probably rank airline pilots right up there. And you would. <laughs> it depends on when you get them. Because if you get them after a flight, a couple times they're four gins deep and they have a lot of controversial views about the deep state. And they'll let you know. But so when American Airlines pilot reported via radio to the control tower seeing a guy in a jetpack as he was approaching LAX at about 3,000 feet and 10 miles out for a landing, you have to give it some serious credibility. And I do, I do believe a part of that. So they're, they're saying we have no clue. Based on some research by this reporter, they say, and when, and I was sort of looking into it, jetpacks can fly that high. You can get I want one. a high-grade one. I don't know how it flies, because I know they have the ones. You ever seen the ones with the water hose? I've seen that, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look like there was any water around here. No, they put your Uncle Bill in one of those, and he's just like... Yeah, yeah. I experience that every Saturday morning after 30 Bud Lights. How? <laughs> with my butt. It's a, it's a poop joke. Oh, you're talking about shit? <laughs> Kissel, will yeah. you ever grow up? Oh, my God. Stop it. All right. Well, I have to say this. Number one, mm-hmm. I think this guy, does. he flew too close to the sun. He did, and, and he's only 3,000 feet. This case, the sun was an airplane, and you got to mm. be careful. He's going to get sucked into the engine. You've seen those videos on LiveLeak. He's going to end up getting pooped out the other side, mutilated, dead, and then who's going to provide for his weird, space-loving family? That's what happens no one. when you have a father or a husband that lives to the sky. He's closer to a bird than a man. Yes, and he you, is. You're going to sit here and try to hold him down to the ground? You have to let these people fly because if not you know what they do family annihilators i completely agree with that get him out of the house put him up in but the heavens otherwise he's gonna kill y'all exactly this is the martin jack pack the 200 kilogram jetpack all right how you much you can does just that buy way? this thing you can just fucking buy this thing i can buy this i mean it probably is too much money but two pounds 
What are we going for? This is a 400-pound jetpack. You see this Holy thing? It's like you I strap do. into this. It's powered by a V4 two-stroke engine. It's burning automotive gasoline. So you fucking fill it up at the <laughs> gas station, which is incredible. The aircraft, why, are, why aren't we just using these to get to work? Because everyone gets mad about, like, they say, oh, it will fuck with, like, helicopters and shit. But that's the no, fucking place you go three, Yeah, but you don't have to go 3,000 feet. You could also go 100 feet. Well, that's what I'd like to do. Yes. I fucking love to buzz people. But you can go for 30 minutes you can fly at 3,000 feet. Why? I'm not even joking. This needs to be the future of transportation. You started sound like Gallagher. Do you remember when Gallagher what? went on that whole thing? He, he wanted, wanted to buy to... helicopters and he said helicopters <laughs> should replace taxis. Gallagher wasn't only right about comedy. He's also right about transportation. And I think he's on to something. No, this needs to happen. But right now, what's going on is no one knows who this guy is. Efforts to find out more about the pilot went absolutely nowhere. Of course not. He's fucking is, in the sky. He's a bird. That's a little horrifying. Don't you think it's a little scary that they're just you can just zip by, zip, zip by a plane? It's Tom everyone- Cruise. These are only a couple of people that would accurately... They, I mean, because it's... Why are we doing this? Mostly, honestly, I'm trying to get laid. You're in a jetpack. I don't know. I honestly think that a lot of this has got to do showing various people. You got the jetpack. There's somebody down there. I want to say that you have some maybe new, uh, the Anna de Armas, who's a new, new one of these starlets, right? You're trying to impress her. You're sure. a 60-year-old actor. They won't insure you anymore because you keep, you want to do your own stunts, but you keep breaking your fucking spindly legs. No one you does are, their own stunts but Jackie Chan. And Tom Cruise. Tom oh. Cruise, to me, is still, because he did technically rent a $700,000 barge in order to safely fit filmed the new Mission Impossible movie during COVID. He is insane. So if anybody would do it, it oh, is Tom Cruise. He needs a jetpack to shoot past how much he wants to kiss every man he sees. He has to go up into the clouds because yeah, these some people that say clouds are gay. But guess what? Tom Who Cruise, says that? Some people. No, clouds are clouds. Are clouds, clouds and are yes, sometimes they can look like penises and sometimes it does look like a mouth sucking said penis in the clouds. But that's only if you're creative you're, in your mind. But Tom Cruise is up there. He's finally free and then sure. at the same time he does double coverage by convincing whatever starlet that he's grooming to be his new Scientology slave wife to be into it because then they get to ride in the jetpack and buzz all the planes and scare people. I think you are greatly maligning one of the greatest uh, American actors of all time and one of the greatest uh, one of the greatest crazy people of all time Tom Cruise. Two retired pilots who currently teach and consult on aviation safety say they would absolutely believe the pilot in that situation given quote their trained eyes and visual awareness. Yep. So look at that. Which is also how they they just they pick the best wives. Yeah, I don't know. You are you are definitely onto something today. The pilot <laughs> estimated the jetpack was only about three hundred yards out of his window. So That's three football killer. fields away. That's so fucking killer. Hi, Mr. Rocketeer, man. Yeah, Even if I was co-pilot, I'd flick the lights. You know how when you go when train when trucks go by, I still do I do it. the Hong Kong. I love the Hong Kong. I love the Hong Kong. I love the Hong Kong. It's one of the only ways to have fun during quarantine. I agree. I love the Hong Kong. The the, the uh, drivers love to honk honk. You'd be surprised how many cars honk when you do the honk motion. It's it <laughs> is it is something ingrained in us as a species when you see the arm go up. Honk, honk, honk. You have to honk, honk. You have to honk, honk. And it's honestly distanced. It's safe for you and the family. I suggest that, yeah. honestly, this weekend, go out and spend some time by your local highway. Go on a bridge. See, yep. see how many people you can get to honk at you. I bet you can get 100 people in an hour. And then you and your partner choose your weakest child and abandon them. I agree with that. All right. 
Well, that is the Jetpack story of the week, and I don't think we'll have one next week or next month. I don't think we're going to have a lot more Jetpack stories until we get them used every single day by commuters who are going to work to make our lives better. But That's you, what I said. Think about that, too. You go to work every day for, with your Jetpack. It's cool. And it's just like, let's say you're an accountant, or you're like you're a guy that takes all the discarded foreskins from the emergency room after all the circumcisions like that's your job sure. you take it to the, the biological job. hazard yeah you got to take it to the waste department but Maybe you do it in a jetpack that's well, you don't need the jetpack inside henry yeah you do it a little on the helipad you land in the helipad you get your garbage can all full foreskins and then you zip back to the cemetery <laughs> and you bury all that shit that's how you create a demon what about the jarring thing of you in your jetpack fucking you just smashed a bird you destroyed a fucking bird well on you your could way get to hurt work. by a bird birds yep. will mess you up a canadian geese i mean the canadian goose will kill you i fucking hate canadian geese i do too but Make you them ca- jackets there's got to be a, an emotional whiplash from having such an exciting commute to go to your job that's true that's true. I think you would just stay in the air and just go somewhere else. It's like being in a Honda and driving to your job where you're a race car driver. That's a good point, actually, Flip. Henry. You show up with your little fucking... Sad. Sad. Yeah. You're driving your jerk mobile. Right. And all of a sudden you go into the F-150 and you're just there, ew, 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 ew. You know That's a lot fun. about cars. Uh, yep. <laughs> I really all do. right. Well, let's just change gears here for a second. I have been talking about what's going on on Pornhub for a long time. I know yes. they have the controversy when it comes to what's happening with the children. They got to clean up the site. They have to clean up the site. And other videos and other different video aggregators for porn do the same thing. They lump all of these mother and stepson situations. I don't... Mom's always stuck. I don't know what's going on. All I know is on the front page, it's always mother and son or stepdad and stepdaughter, whatever's going on. And people seem to be taking this a little bit too literally. A mother and her adult son have been charged with incest after somebody <laughs> caught them having sex in Massachusetts with each other. Oh, where was uh, this at a Red Sox game? <laughs> I <didn't know> it. <laughs> got it's, you, fucking got you, Red Sox fans. It's very possible. Uh, Cher- Cheryl Lavoy and Tony Lavoy. Okay, that's oh the same m- last name. Yeah, well, because it's mother and son, mm. you see. So, but then for a while though, when you go to hotels, you can kind of pretend that you're just married. Yes, of course you could. Um, Cheryl is 64 years old, and her son Tony is 43. So you don't Ugh. see that trope well, so much on Pornhub. This is why you wanted to read the story. That's what you said, and we were both talking about this. Is that I don't know why there's something that is. I mean, obviously, it's there's something about them being both like over 40. That it was truly a, creeps me out. It's a choice they've made. Back in May, Tony, it's a lifestyle now. Well, Tony, of course, this is the son of Cheryl, who he was found having sex with. He also has a wife. Okay, so Tony has a wife. He was cheating on his <laughs> wife with his mother. This is what happens when you cancel uh, when you cancel freaking Mori Povich. These people don't have a platform, and this is why we have to discover them this way. Ugh. This is why we need Springer back. So Tony's wife caught the two having sex. At their home oh in Oh my Fitchburg. god, the wife fucking caught them? Oh my god, I would commit suicide. Well, we don't know if she has or hasn't at this point. Oh, um, This story is disgusting. Oh, how do you love ever again? <laughs> okay, you don't. No, you're done. Because obviously she's past four. Like, she's just done. She's like, she could have had another oh. romance. But no, I mean, how do you even how do you even broach the subject of like, oh, wow, you're divorced. So am I. I'm so happy we met on divorce.com. Um, so what happened with you and your past relationship? Well, you know, our big thing is that we kind of had a communication issue. So my, my thing, honestly, we kind of grew apart over the years. So that's that's really why we we kind of broke up. But what's your what, what happened with you? 
Well, um, I walked in on Tony. Remember Tony, who's my ex-husband? Yeah, you've mentioned yeah. him a couple times, and you scratched his name into the table a couple times. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And big, various, vicious exes over and over no, again. No, I still love him. I found him having sex with his uh, with his mother, um, and he didn't then invite me to join in. So I had to file for divorce. I have to tell you this, honestly. Um, there's something so gross about your personal story <laughs> that I can't have sex with you. Great. Another one gone. <laughs> so Tony's wife caught them having sex. It was about 50, 59 miles northwest of oh Boston. Insert your Boston jokes there. We love the people of Boston. And who knows what's going to happen in the uh, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. <laughs> uh, a lot of things about? happening what? there. What is Both it? Sure. Why? How did you pivot to basketball? <laughs> I am desperately trying to get out of this story. You brought this up. I know because it's amazing. So both Cheryl and Tony separately told responding officers that it was the first time that they had sex. Oh. 64 and 43 was the first time. Oh. Uh, so they just decided they were so horny for each other in that moment after he's 43 years old. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Oh, God. You know what uh, happened is that- this is the problem. This is one of those things that very seldom spoken about. Side effects of reading Eat, Pray, Love. Right? Or uh, one of those, sure. like, you know, live your life to your fullest. Like, do, do the thing that you say you want to do that you've been neglecting. Say, like, he listens I don't to that remember song. The, I don't remember the dot, dot, dot incest portion of Eat, Pray, Love. No but, one wanted that. They, okay. they didn't understand that you could extrapolate it to that point because no one wanted to think like that. But if he sat and listened to that song, like, say what you want to say. Uh-oh. Let the words fall out on the slide. And he's like sitting there, like watching his mom and her a sheer nightgown. Mom and a forty-three-year-old son. That's Finally. what you're talking about. Uh, I don't want this. Okay, so when it came to the detectives being like, "So what's happening here?" They both had, <laughs> they both had uh, the same. They both said it was consensual, but they had slightly different answers. And if you thought this story was disgusting, it just kind of gets grosser here. Oh God, uh, Tony. Said, I don't know. It just happened. And Tony's mother, (laughs) Tony's Tony's mother, on the other hand, told the officer, "Quote: The pair had become closer over the last several months, and the sex occurred after they started kissing." I'm literally gonna fucking. I'm gonna execute myself. (laughs) I quit the show. I quit. I can't do this anymore. Well, oh, that was the mom's action. That was the the mom's response. The mom's response was, "They've been closer over the past several months." Oh God! And it's just such like a fucking. I can see my mom. My mom, that's how my mom talks about like the men from the Outlander series. Yeah. That she talks about like the two Scottish men, like a Scottish man with a kilt with no shirt on and the, and the woman from the 1980s hanging by a creek and then they just got closer and closer and now their differences brought them together. This is mother and son. This is mother and son. They started kissing after they became closer for the this past several me, months. I just want to, I want to never exist. And apparently, um, love. Which I guess is what this is. Uh, maybe not. I don't know what this is. Um, but they have been charged with incest, which is a felony. Uh, their trial has been scheduled for October 27th. If convicted, and I actually don't know if this is fair or not. Don't. The pair faces up to 20 years in state prison. 20 years in state prison. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like they anything, can just have a sign outside of their I, house says that motherfucker, dot, 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 literally, literally, son fucker. And then everyone would be like, oh, that's the guy who fucks his mom. Yeah. Like, I don't know if prison really is needed here. I think the public shame when he goes to the local Piggly Wiggly and everyone's like, Tony, you fuck. How's your mom's pussy how's your smell? Mom's pussy? Yeah, you fuck that Tony. mom's pussy tonight? You're like, I feel like that is worse than prison. I feel like we should be doing as much as possible as a society. 
because media isn't, as we're seeing from Pornhub and we're seeing from these sure, other sites. Sure, if that's all you consider. Well, I guess media, I guess Pornhub is kind of media, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. We're, this activity needs to be discouraged. I think that it is openly discouraged, Henry. I, I do well, believe no, I mean, societally, it needs, yes, yes, sure, it sort of is because it's creeping deeper and deeper. Deeper, deeper. Into our sexual fantasies because you're seeing it pop up and they seem to be making enough money off of this <laughs> whole topic to do it. So maybe they do need to have a steep prison sentence so that they I... don't have sex with their mothers. What are you in for? I uh, had sex with my mother. That's what you get. That is not like. That's I know that... what you get. I think that maybe it should be six months of that. Yes. Yeah, like I, five years of that. Five years of having to be. Having to answer the question, what you in for, right. I think is really, really important for them to learn the lesson. I agree. Because there's some form of, bi- like, but you need a, a, a fucking body, like, behavior modification has to get in there, Yes, obviously. I agree, but do we rehabilitate in our prisons? That's the question. That is a really or good question. Or is he going to come out more horny for mommy than ever? Oh, God, yeah, because then you haven't been with, you've been without mommy for so long, and then I mommy is the one person that can visit you. This is a disgusting conversation oh, we're having. You did this. I, this is the people did this. They did this. Tony and his mom did this. Boston did this. Boston kind of <laughs> also did this, and again. I'm sorry, Boston. They have a I great, wish that you great defense there. The, the Celtics, green monster. Yeah, the green monster has just taken on a whole nother meaning. Oh, so God. anyway, that's going on in this country right now, just in case you needed to know. Boy, Texas Pete is a sauce and allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some cha Texas Pete sriracha sauce, and I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of cha and it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses 
filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt. And not only are you going to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale entire series, clothes and non-clothes, what we also are going to offer, and I mean this, we're trying to get into giraffe rides. I brought this up the other day. We got to start riding other animals but horses. Take pictures of the horses. Photoshop the horses into other celebrities, but stop riding them. Save a horse, ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously, I'd get some nunchuck training in. Uh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and we might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. But apparently, um, mother-son relations aren't just unique to America. As a matter of nope. fact, this next tale that Henry has brought to our attention, this is this involves more than just incest. Actually, I don't even know. Is it technically incest? Whatever we'll it out. is, we'll talk about we'll it. We'll get into this. This is a story that I can only begin to describe. Truly, I feel like this is one of those kind of like, you should also look up information about this because it is twisty and turning. So it's, weird. It, it kind of reminds me of the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybell case, but it takes place in Brazil. There's a woman by the name of Flor Delis dos Santos de Sousa. She's from Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. She was a gospel singing Brazilian lawmaker. Okay. So this is a, essentially like a congressperson or like that level okay. in Brazil. I only know so much about Brazilian politics, which is literally <laughs> absolutely zero. I so, know about, I know they have uh, nuts the Brazilian nut? I honestly don't even think that the Brazil nut is from Brazil. No kidding. I don't know. Series of lies. This is it? from Tom Phillips from The Guardian. Now, this woman, she was a celebrity. She was a gospel singer, became very, very famous because it's a very famous rags to riches story. Okay. She was from the favelas of Rio de Janeiro. That is like their very intense, like 
low-income communities that are often rife with a lot of chaos. She made it. She made it. And it was a big story. So much so that in 2009, there was a movie made about her life featuring some of the biggest celebrities in Brazilian TV and movies. The Bumblebee perhaps showed up. That is that is Univision Ooh. from 25 years ago. And I honestly don't think it was. I think it's just from The Simpsons. Okay. It's different. Don't disregard that as a listener. <laughs> so, but this story. But regard the child having sex with his mother story, please. I have to. We did yeah, it. We reported on it. Of course. But. Oh, yes. We reported on it. We're That's reporters. <laughs> we are officially reporters. Is that what we're doing so now? So this story is. All right. So she made it. So this is a big deal. That 2009 movie was made for free by the, all the actors, and they raised money wow. to help house Florida Lise and the 55 children that she slowly, essentially accumulated Whoa. by adopting for many years from the favela community, right? Now, and she's I'll tell saving you this all these people. 55 children, if Angelina Jolie, and I'm not even going to say this out loud, but I will because I have to because it's audio. If we find out she's having sex with any of those kids she's adopted, that's going to be a big story, won't it be? You're right. <laughs> yes, I indeed. really and I don't Wouldn't want this. I don't want this. Yes, indeed. There's a Twitter account called Cringe Control. I don't know. I can't speak to any, when they, anything else that they post about, but I do know that they did a bunch of uh, links okay. breaking down the story. And so uh, this this is very very interesting. So Florida Lace, she had three biological children and had adopted five teenagers in the very beginning, and then okay. what she called them her A kids. Right now, these are why they called a kids. She started getting involved with social causes, getting the number of. She ended up adopting fifty five kids okay. from the favelas, and so eventually, this was, a, this was a big deal. But she chose the first one of her kids was a man. He became a man. He became um, a man by the name of Anderson De Como. Okay, and so what happens is that as they as he grew up, she adopted him when he was fourteen okay. years old, and when she adopted him. She was just his mommy. But then when they got older, they became a little bit more than mommy and son. They okay. became husband and wife. Oh, she, wow. she married, married him. him, right? So this was a very strange thing. You know, it seemed but they got very close. Um, but now we're seeing that Anderson DeCarmo was murdered. He was murdered last year. He was gunned down inside of their home on the last year. And the singer, the, the, the fans who just call her Florida Lease. And it looks like the, she said that he was killed by thieves. But it's huh. starting to look like she's being accused of this crime, plotting with seven of the adopted kids okay. to murder Anderson DeCarmo. They shot him over 30 times in the dick. 30 times in the dick? He I mean, I don't want to be rude, but in how, the groin. how big was that? I mean, that's 30 a, times. It was You got it was one, destroyed. I'm, I got a one bullet dick. I, I mean, have, one bullet, that thing's gone. I have a one bullet 30. dick as well. My goodness gracious. And so this is a story that is very, very intense, right? The, the first five adopted kids had pretty good lives, right? And the biological kids. Okay. The B kids that she called, the people she started bringing, live in what? sort of like squalor, reported eating old pasta with sausages and dry bread every single day, right? This I mean, all comes that from- is what I eat. It is what you eat, <laughs> but you choose it. all weekend. Yeah. All right, so one of her sons, now this is, they, they have this kind of like initiation process where she took the, whenever she adopts a new child, they spend days dressed in white, locked in a room, eating only rice and vegetables. You're alleged that then they use their own blood to write psalms. And then after a while, oh. they were purified. And the way they get purified was you sleep with Florida Lise. 
Oh my god! So she had sex with all the kids. She, like, this isn't a. What? We don't know what's real or not. We don't know what's real. Oh. All of it's starting to come out. Well, this this makes all the accusations. last story seem like it was on like a like like a PG made for a Hallmark movie. It seems there are texts pointed to her, but because she's an elected official in Brazil, she has political immunity. So, so she can't get charged with having sex with any of her children or murdering murder. her, her husband slash child. Nothing. But there's there's a lot of different. They're trying to figure out like there's a, a lot of bullshit of why. She she did this part. She's very, very, very Christian. So she believed that divorce, she and her and her husband were kind of, that relationship was falling apart. So she orchestrated the murder. But they tried Wait. many times to kill him in many different ways. The whole family. So this guy's like Rasputin with a huge dong and they can't die? He tried, they tried to kill him by poisoning him. Like, I'm, there's a whole, a lot of bullshit here. This is crazy, but they think that, so that was one thing. She was worried about the shame of divorce, and she was she wanted to murder him instead of divorcing him. But then there's probably also another reason, which is that Anderson DeCarmo was also kind of like this influential evangelical minister. Yes, he was a minister as well. And they think that maybe it could have, it really could have like fucked everything because what Florida Lee basically said was that if they got divorced, it would quote unquote scandalize God. But also, she was worth a lot of money by this point, ah. so they would have to split that pot if and they got divorced. Of course, God is a money. euphemism for money. Police said a copy of the investigation with evidence of the charges has been sent to the lower house of Congress in Brazil. The statement said she could be stripped of her parliamentary position, allowing for criminal proceedings to be pursued pursued further so as long as she holds power isn't this an interesting story uh it yeah. almost, it's reminiscent of what of goes on in, uh, certain, in our country uh, yeah it's perhaps. interesting that if, if it seems that if you get power and you mm. just keep it it's really hard to like put you in jail it's better to have it that's what that's what i'm understanding so it looks like it's possible she loses her parliamentary seat and then she can be charged with Murdering her husband's son, uh, and then it seems also like a lot of child abuse. A lot of child abuse. This story is fucking wild, and it's going to be a movie starring, what's her name, from Abre los Ojos. What is that? Abre los Ojos. I have no idea. Have you ever seen that movie? That's a good movie. Let what is it? Abre los Ojos. I have no clue what you're talking about. Um, What's her name is in it? She's beautiful. Penelope Cruz. <laughs> Yes, I haven't heard of Penelope Cruz in a long time, but yes, she is beautiful and she would be great. So the homicide, I don't know what that means. It means open your eyes. See, now I know. But in a capital Espanol, you do it. Abre los ojos. It's a, and you just have such a, you're such a linguistic master. The homicide chief, Antonio Ricardo Lima Nunez, he told reporters the conclusion the investigation reached was this. The motive was that she was unhappy with the way in which Pastor Anderson lived his life and handled the family finances. <laughs> At the time of his death, Sosa testified Jesus to police Christ. that her husband had been killed, as Henry said, during a robbery. So it looks like money was involved, which is uh, the least shocking thing about this story. It's really very, it's sad what money does to families. I mean, I just, I don't. This is th- not this one was, of those this stories. This was maybe set up to fail. I think this family with the 55 adopted kids that she was having sex with I think was, set Lise, to, was, was set up to fail. But. I think Florida Lisa is a villain. I think she's like a super villain. I'm it's just possible. talking about in general. It's sad what money does to families. Because in so I mean, many people it makes fight. families amazing. And well, they yeah, can live the better. money's flowing. But then when the money doesn't, so when the money stops flowing and everybody starts fighting, 
when grandpa dies and he's hidden gold <laughs> and the only way you can find out where the gold are you, is is are that you he... talking about the the plot of curly's uh, curly's yes. gold <laughs> whatever the hell of the name city of that billy slickers too. City, that's <laughs> city slickers too much i mean if you haven't seen it yet please do yourself a favor oh yeah stop everything <laughs> stop everything and see city slickers too what a time period though truly of like i've seen so much bullshit movies in the last like 5 months like i'll just blow through in a weekend, like oh, Natalie yeah. and I will watch like six, seven, eight movies just well, doing whatever. The nice thing is with television dying and them not creating any new shows, all they're doing is buying the comedies from the 1990s. So like the Paramount Network, it's all Tommy Boy, it, per, perhaps City Slickers is on there. And I will watch all of those movies again and again and I'll laugh and I'll laugh like I, I was when I was a chubby little child. Who knows? I think that maybe, you know, Daniel Stern might have bought the rights to City Slickers and he's waiting for the reboot. Daniel Stern is a very serious actor. Just Look at Home Alone one and two. He's a great. He's great in those movies. I love him. All right. Let's also, talk- the best part of Chud. No kidding. Chud is not a good film, though. Unfortunately, let's talk about a hero. But this is not hero of the week. I think you all know what the hero of the week is going to be. If, but yeah, if you've we'll been wait. following recent news, then you know exactly who hero of the but week. But this is, is an be. interesting tale out of Eugene, Oregon. A local woman used a bear rifle to save a kidnapping victim from possibly being murdered on Sunday. What is the difference between a bear rifle and a normal rifle? I think a bear rifle makes a fun growl when you shoot it. Oh, that is fun. That is fun. So she's just driving down the street, and all of a sudden, she spots this dude. He's covered in blood, and he's like, please, God, help me. This is horrible. What's happened to me? We have no idea why this guy was covered in blood or what the beef was with this other dude, but she ran into the guy, and the man told her, he's going to kill me, and he's probably probably going to kill you since you are here. The woman was like, you know what? Not today. Jesus, take the wheel. Not happening today. She told the dude who was covered in blood, who was obviously a victim in this case, go hide in the woods. She grabs her bear rifle. She hunts down the dude. I will say it does sound like she set him up to be a victim of just a bear. If there's enough <laughs> bears out there for you to need a bear rifle well, at your side, in blood. Yeah, you cover them yeah. out there. It's like a fucking succulent treat. It's like if yeah. someone put a, a pair of Jordans filled with nugs outside of Ooh, my house with yeah. a fucking rope attached to them. Oh my God, or some Salisbury steak covered in that gravy. And I will stand by Salisbury steak. People make fun of it all the time. But I used my friends never liked it when I was in seventh grade lunch. And I would get all their Salisbury steak. And I think it's delicious because you don't even need to cut it with a knife. You don't even really need a fork. To, technically, I think that that speaks to your ability to be a survivor. Thank you. Because you could eat whatever comes down, but I honestly don't I think you've it. had Salisbury steak in about 25 years. I have not, but I would. I would. I would do it. We're doing it. I love the idea. So when she saw another man walking down the highway with a handgun, she got, obviously this person is the perpetrator here. She got her hunting rifle and waited for the troopers to arrive. Troopers arrived at the scene around 7.30 a.m. This is what happens in the morning, folks. But the suspect had already fled the scene on foot. Uh, he and the second. <laughs> this is what happens in the morning. <laughs> he, he this is why you sleep in. <laughs> yes. He and a second suspect remain at large, and the third was taken into custody. Michael Light, 39 of Florence, faces charges of second degree assault and first degree kidnapping. Investigators say Light and the two other men assaulted the man for an extended period of time in, the, in his campsite. Light then kidnapped a woman who the bear hunter says was the victim's girlfriend and Light's ex-girlfriend. A search found Light and the female victim in a vehicle in the area, and Light was taken into custody. Michael Loki Wilson, he's 31 of Florence, and Jonathan Dakota Applett, 
28 of Florence were identified as the other two suspects. It sounds like an episode of fucking, it sounds like Fargo. It does sound like Fargo. It's totally insane, and they are still at large. So if you have any information, contact uh, the Springfield Area Command, and uh, you can find their number. It's 541-726-2536, if anyone is going to remember that. But these two dudes are still at large, and this woman is a real freaking hero. She doesn't want to be identified. And um, you No, just, of course not. No, she sounds know. like she's a real, she is both a good but sovereign citizen. Absolutely. Um, if you look at this, man, look at this. Ten best bear defense guns from when your life depends on it. Look at this. This is, oh, this is intense. When you head into bear country. When you head into bear country, you must accept that you are no longer at the top of the food chain. Luckily, most bears usually do not want any trouble. And will leave the area as soon as they detect you. However, this is not always the case, and you should be prepared to defend yourself if you get in a tight situation. I agree. But honestly, look at these bear guns. Look what it says. Oh, this is sad. A charging bear can move. All right, so it says make a lot of noise first. And this is carry bear so spray like, first clack, thing. Click, click, Something like that. Whoa! Fuck! Wet-ass pussy. Whoa! Wet-ass pussy. Whoa! And you go, a charging bear can move extremely fast, and only you can. you have to hit it in its fucking brain. It says here that only a what hit on the bear's zombie? central nervous system, brain, or spine is guaranteed to stop a bear in its tracks. What? Leave him alone. Well, if the bear's going to eat you, hunt you down, and, and kill you, I mean, you know, I think I you mean, have you to gotta shoot do it. it. You got to do it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. In this case, of course, the bear was a person or two people trying to murder what seemed to be a couple. Three people, actually, trying to murder a couple there. Don't know why. But those bear guns... It's interesting. I thought they were going to be larger. It well, seems this like a lot handgun of handguns. right here. Yeah, this handgun looks like it's pretty big. I'll fucking, I'll fucking kill you with one of these. Well, that's one second. of the great things about being out in L.A. When you start walking around, you see all the gun stores, and there's something that draws you into them. I haven't walked in yet, but my God, if I walked in, I want to get a bear rifle. You can get a bear you... rifle at Walmart. Yeah, you can. All right. Good for them. Good for Walmart. That's great. What a good thing. Absolutely. Really convenient, and it's really, I'm just glad how easy it is to get a gun. You know, God knows, because those bears are everywhere. They're you know everywhere. You see bears every day. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, I course. see one every day. I look in the mirror. Absolutely. <laughs> and according to, the, and, and on the websites you look at there, too. So just hmm. just lastly, this is a short little ditty I wanted to talk about when it comes to donations. Just be careful. Um, who you're donating to, because this man, and this goes into our next story that I know Henry really wants to talk about, but this is kind of a precursor to it. Um, an Arizona man allegedly faked having ALS to learn th- to earn thousands of dollars in donations. That's incredibly sad. It is incredibly sad. It is sad. a brutal, brutal disease. It is horrible, and the story we're going to talk about next is amazing, because this guy is becoming well, this is your ulti- This is your ultimate fear. It, not, we'll talk about it. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. It takes you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. You'll step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Use your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. You're going to get a kiss in there. That's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. Watch out for those sidewalks. They are covered in urine. 
and customize your very own luxurious estate island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. Collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. And you can chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. Oh, how I love the 1920s. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. The experts at Fast Growing Trees curate thousands of plants for all climates, locations, and needs. Available 24-7, you can talk to a plant expert about your soil type, landscape design, and how best to take care of your plants. I love fast growing trees because I just moved here to Los Angeles. I got a yard now and I'm doing all the landscaping myself. I love working in my garden. I love planting stuff. I love growing stuff. And the cool thing about fast growing trees that I really like is that they tell you exactly what type of growing zone you're in. I'm in growing zone 10 and they can tell you exactly what type of trees or plants, or whatever you can put out in front of your house. Uh, I'm looking at the Norfolk Island pine tree. I'm looking at putting a little bit of red sister cordyline up in front of my fence. I think that'll the red will really pop nice. And maybe for the backyard, I got an extra planter that I might put a pl- Satsuma plum tree in. And these prices are reasonable. They're reasonable if you've ever been to a nursery. But right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Dun, 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 dun. It's sports. Prize picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor, oh, it's eaten up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Yeah. Toss that rock. Come on, guys. Yeah, pass it around. Get on the excitement with Price Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious caps. Whether it's hula hoops or earring hoops, you're going to know everything you need to know about sports. You're going to win up to 100 times your money on Price Picks with little as four correct picks. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. Basket. Pricebooks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. I sure wish that Bobby Bonilla was still in the game because I would pick him to go all the way. Can you imagine if Bobby Bonilla played basketball? Woo-wee, dog! Then it would be more like baseball, but Bobby Bonilla would still be crushing it in the contract game. Woo! The deadliest game of all. Download the app today. And use code LEFT 
for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code LEFT for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. But this dude, so this guy, his name is, uh, he's a Chandler man. His name is Christopher Wade Nelson. He's a real schmuck, okay? This is schmuck of the week, if we ever did a schmuck of the week. He's 49 years old. I think it's just called Last Podcast on the Left. Yeah, basically. Uh, he said he had ALS uh, this past July. He started taking in donations. He allegedly made $30,000. He defrauded all of his old high school friends. Because I don't know, because you think, I mean, how well are they doing? How much money did he make? 30 grand. That's not enough to destroy every relationship you've ever had in the amount of no. money. The closest, honestly, to destroy your entire reputation and burn every bridge that you ever created in your life, honestly, 10 million. This guy is pathetic. He allegedly accepted those donations from 20 individuals over five years. Now, I'm not going to victim blame here, but if you do know anything about ALS, you don't got five years. Like, no, you, well, you won't is- be soliciting funds for a very long time. It was unclear if he entered a plea in the case. But anyway, according to KTVK, between May 2018 and May 2020, Nelson allegedly claimed he'd been diagnosed with ALS. And this is just, you got to be careful because we see these frauds all the time. As a matter of fact, it's a perfect little plug for fraudsters, our new show here on the last podcast network. This happens all the time. All the time. If someone says they have ALS, ALS, go. And then you have to try to knock them over. And if they don't fall over, (laughs) they don't got it. And then they're not getting your money either. But also, you know what I would say? It's a, it's a, hmm. I'd be real light with immediately physically attacking people who say that they have ALS. I'm just going to say that as a caveat, don't, if you know them, then you'll know. Absolutely you will. It's a devastating disease. Um, it also, he also took to Instagram uh, to convince an owner of a vehicle shop to fix his truck for free, quote, so he could take one last ride. That's this very, guy, but a piece of shit. He's so horrible. Here's the real guy. Dr. Peter Scott Morgan. This is a, a scientist who was diagnosed with ALS. It's the same, so this is the same disease that Stephen Hawking famously had. Is this has. not the story of Doc Octagon from Spider-Man? Dr. Octopus? No, not Dr. Octopus. That's from, that's from I was going to say 7 That is Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man. No, Dr. Octopus. Isn't it? No, that's yeah, 007. Doc Octopus. No. No, it's, is it Octopus? Yeah. His name is Dr. Octopus. Yeah, Doc Octopus. Dr. Octopus. So if there's He's more, Octopus if, hands. Thank if you, he Travis. has more than one, there's not, it's Doc Octopus. What is going? No, I'm it's not speaking. Not- I'm not speaking with you about this specific subject anymore. This specific wow. subject is over. It's not Doc Octagon. It is not Doc. Is Octagon. it a rapper named there's Doc? A ra- there's a rapper. What's his name? Minneapolis. Doc Octagon. Doctor Octopus. But he's not even. Yes, Doctor Octagon is a rapper. So I know Doctor Octopus is the Spider-Man villain. You're derailing this. Wow. Yeah, you. I'm playing Spider-Man right now. I am Spider-Man currently. Love that game. It's amazing, I, I'm right? Spider-Man. You're not. You're not. <laughs> Giant. Look, look. I'm Spider-Man, Kissel. I'm, I'm making some wins. Uh, oh, you're yeah, gonna, you're masturbating. Okay, great. Um, thank you. So this guy got, uh, he essentially ALS is a death sentence. He was given two oh, years to live. So bad. You be, become, it's, it's, you get what's called the worst thing in the world, locked-in syndrome, oh. where you become totally paralyzed down your eyeballs. But Dr. Peter Scott Morgan, he was given this, and he was like, fuck this. 
I'm ready to jump off this thing. It's like, I don't want to be human anymore. I'm going into full cyborg. Okay. He has created, so far, it looks like they are working on a working model for an exoskeleton that he's going to be inside. So cool. He's already spent dozens and dozens and dozens of hours recording his voice to create a proper facsimile of his voice, and he has an avatar. So basically, his dream is to live inside of a machine. He's already de-plumbed what do you call it? Basically redone the plumbing of his gastrointestinal tract. Robocop style. Yes. So wow. now he has a tube that he can be fit. He doesn't need a carer as much anymore. The goal is to connect all of this to the inside of a massive exoskeleton. Okay. That he will be eventually he will be eventually be able to control with just his thought. And he has a TV screen in front of it. This is shit. This That's is fucking crazy. sci-fi real shit. This is what I'm talking but about. But I like this because this man, I mean, if you have uh, if you had a chance to see the documentary Gleason, all about the New Orleans Saints player who blocked the punt after Hurricane Katrina started off the Super Bowl champion season for the New Orleans Saints, it's one of the saddest documentaries you can ever see because uh, he got ALS. Oh my God. And then um, I also had a situation when I was taking care of the dogs in the East Village. Our upstairs neighbor neighbor got ALS. It was a beautiful woman, British woman. And I remember coming home one day and she started, she was with her husband and her husband was like, let me help you. And she's like, I can do it. It came into walking up the stairs. She could no longer do it. And this was the time frame of maybe a month. It's ALS a, is devastating. Oh, it's the worst. It's I don't know what I would do. I honestly don't. This, don't man, is, this man is extremely, uh, I'm going to say hashtag brave for for doing this. But you watch this idea. I love the idea of just the brain living on. I always have, obviously. Because my body is insufficient. <laughs> my goal is to make my brain as tight as possible, just in case this is possible. But he is Is that why you tripped shrooms for the past week? To make just, it as tight as possible? In her experience, Henry Zabrowski <laughs> is really discovering some new things about how I'm not me. Really? But if you go, if Dr. Peter Scott Morgan can do this, because he's one of those like brilliant like very optimistic futurists. So he's pumping a lot of money and there's a lot of research going into figuring out can this actually happen? Yeah. Because his goal, he just straight up, he can't wait to destroy what he says, the feeble-minded flesh and blood human body. Like his whole wow. thing is being like, I will be stronger and run faster and jump higher than any human being on earth, but I will sl- I will be a deteriorating husk inside of a shell That's that is run crazy. by my mind but all of this is weirdly getting connected again to the elon musk weird shit he's doing with the neurotransmitters with the piggies because pigs are biologically closer to human beings than any other animal like the way that they work yep. and so we th- that's kind of the weird linchpin that they're waiting for they're waiting if for the, the pigs, ability if the- to connect the mind to the machine if the pigs help us cure als we need to stop eating them that's what I'll say. And then I, they can wear little hats and they can be mayors. I agree. Okay. If we can make pigs think like us. They can think. I mean, they they love slop. You know, what's more American than slop? We love it. After this is according to uh, the good doctor here again. This is um, this is Peter. He says, after a series of tests, I was diagnosed with a motor neuron disease, a horrific, cruel disease. Uh, he was with his partner the whole time, Francis. They have been together since he was nearly 21 years old. Uh, he says, it is a shock. How do we deal with this? I've shed a tear. You feel alone. You feel very afraid, Francis says. Watching him deteriorate, it's traumatic. I mean, that's the thing we also don't talk about. It is a full-time job now for the partner of someone who has ALS. Oh, no, it is a it it's changes, a whole family. The whole family has to, has to pitch in. And then think about the the guilt. That one can end up feeling being so dependent on all of these people when you go so fast from being a independently bodied human being 
and to all of a sudden having to, to, you need everyone. Every, you yes. need them to come and take care of you. So this oh is his, he's being a trailblazer. The whole he point is. is to move forward. And apparently he's already a year past his diagnosis. They only gave him two wow. years to live. And he they so he was supposed to die a year ago. So I mean, there's obviously a lot of money going into this, and which is unfortunately for the, well, the American healthcare it. system, it doesn't exist for most human beings. Well, this doesn't exist for anyone but this guy right now. But that's also the thing, too, is that how far is the divide between the classes going to go that only the super rich can leave mortality? Well, hopefully hopefully it can get... Uh, we can have Walmart st- start selling these, or Amazon will start selling these kits in 10 years. According to uh, the good doctor, he says he wants to become, quote, the most advanced human cybernetic organism ever created in 13.8 billion years. Yeah, dude. So, um, what are we doing? You know, like, this guy is just like... We do this show, but we will be... Um, <laughs> the only thing I am, like, a tiny bit concerned of is, like, the years we'll spend, like cowering in fear from him but yes once scary. he adjusts to the responsibility i'm certain that maybe he'll as long as we can be jesters that's all i've been saying look at this shit too how do you make a robot laugh oh you're telling me plans <laughs> now if you see look at this shit the furion exobionics alpha mech pilot program is also going live okay you can spend three thousand dollars to learn how to pilot one of these new mech suits that this guy is oh, working I've on seen those, he's yeah. calling them sport mechs this is a guy by the name of jonathan tippett who is creating these sport mechs where he's like i hope to create a world of robot races and robot sports where we can use your limbs you can learn how to do it it's operated literally by you running inside of the cage yes. that you can run and jump and lift shit it's and just watching not going to be other. used in sports. It's no. going to be used in war. But yes. anyway, I am for, as I've said, BattleBots. Apparently, by the way, I got a message from a listener. BattleBots will be coming back. No. They are filming the new season right now. Yes. So we'll, That's we'll what see I'm what happens. what I'm talking about. I so. don't need a new Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I need BattleBots. I don't need another reboot. No, I, I guess BattleBots is a reboot. Well, but it's always new because it's live action. Uh, yes. Anyway, uh, this is according to him. He says, tomorrow I trade my voice for potentially decades of life as we complete the final medical procedure for my full transition to full cyborg the month I was told statistically I would be dead. Well, I'm not dying. He- I'm transforming. Oh, how I love science. That's he's, what he had to say. He's so interesting because what he's doing oh, is man. he's getting rid of his organs. It's in so order to crazy. Live. In order to live, right? he's getting rid of his throat and he's getting rid of his organs, but it's giving him decades of life because that's what's like. Basically, he's oh, doing wow. the thing of being like, oh, my organs are going to fail. Get rid of them. Wow. Oh, my throat's going to stop working? Get rid of it. Yeah, he says we're in. We're within touching distance of changing everything. I'm not dying. I'm transforming. It's scary and fun. It is. Hey, man. I, it, I, get, it makes my fucking, it makes my, like, the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. I think it's very interesting. Wow. According to um, Silicon Valley, apparently cyborgs will rule the planet within 80 years. That's what a British scientist has claimed. Oh, they've been saying that for a long time. But honestly, they're going to be, I really feel like, again, the first thing we're going to see it in is like in sports. Yeah. I really do believe. I mean, I'm fine with it. But that's how they sell all sport commercials. That's how they sell it to the American public. You know what I mean? It's that thing where you show like, look, they're fun. Now Ubers can also kill a tank. Like all that kind of shit. And for the first couple of years, they're going to be like, oh, this is fucking metal. But then like once it's it's slowly the tide gets turned. Right. And only the rich. 
have them. Well, and to that point, one Silicon Valley billionaire has even paid $10,000 to be killed and have his brain digitally preserved. So I don't know what to think about that. But again, I think that these are equal opportunity things. I think that we should be giving military drones to kids from inner city schools. I think that we need that. Those are the ones they need it. They do need it. It's great training. I mean, they probably are already training them on that because uh, they tend to recruit those kids to be in the military. We also had one story where an Abe Lincoln impersonator was arrested for child pornography. And that's but, uh, that's really the whole story. That's the whole story. And guess what, man? And when he takes the hat off, he looks a lot less like Abraham Lincoln. Much more like a pedophile. Yep. Yes, indeed. So watch out for people who impersonate people in power because you think people in power are bad. Just think about how bad the people are who want to be them. Never date like a Tom Cruise impersonator. <laughs> what that would be like, what it has, what you, oh the God. kind of headspace you have to get into Honestly, to pretend was, to be in. I was thinking about this and not to malign any of our no, I know. unbelievably we, talented friends, but to be like a Trump impersonator or like a Biden impersonator or Obama, like you do not have long to go. Well, that's why, you know, there's certain like everyone got really happy for like uh, Kamala Harris being VP and then Maya. Oh, Maya Rudolph. Maya yes. Rudolph gets like a whole big spin on Saturday Night Live. So it can end up being very profitable, but depending on who you're attached to. Yes. Like we talked with our buddy Tony and Tamanik when he was like right before the 2016 election. I remember him pulling off the Donald Trump wig going like, God, I can't wait to stop doing this uh-huh. guy. It's like, fuck, holy shit. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to Hero of the Week. I moved to California because California is full of heroes. And this man might every be day. the most- New her- heroes born every day. They get off the bus. Every day. Every day. Every day. A California man- uh, this fella's name is Chad Little, but nothing little about what he did. Mm-mm. California man uses cans of Bud Light to fight a wildfire. A California man used cans of Bud Light to prevent his property from going up in flames amid another massive wildfire. Uh, he's a Vacaville homeowner. Name is Chad Little. Uh, the family started packing up. They're like, we got to get out of here. But Chad said, no, one more thing. We got to save the house. But he didn't have any water around. So what did but he have? The next best thing to water. The closest thing, closest thing to, to water, water that exists. That saved people from things like the Black Plague and other things. You, uh, you, you I don't actually, know if Bud Light was around, but yeah, there was mead. Yep, there was mead. Yes, indeed. And that's what the Vikings drank because it was the closest thing they could have to clean water. Yes, indeed. And of course, maybe the Vikings didn't need to have as much energy as they had given what they did. But nonetheless, he had 36 beers lying around that he hadn't yet drunk. And he says, this is according to him. He says, this happens. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't let it go regarding his house. The fire approaching. Little was prepared to fend off the inferno, but he didn't have any hoses. It was burning on the wood down low, and I didn't have any water, Little told the station. This just sounds like a fucking fable. It like really he, was. Like all the kids are around a fire and yeah. like, tell the story again. Yes, it was burning on the wood down low, and I didn't have any water. I had one barrel with a little bit of water in it, and I tried using that. It didn't work. So what did he do? He realized, Eureka, 36-pack of Bud Light is right there. When I ripped up the sheet metal, it had a nail, so I was just shaking it up, popping it just, and spraying them, popping it out, grabbing another one. My buddies all tease me about drinking water beer, and I say, hey, saved my shop. And yes, it did. The fire department arrived just as, the, just as he finished using the brew to put out the flames around his shop. This man is a true hero. I would love to buy him 
a 36 pack of Bud Light myself. Yep. And say, here, here's your reward, my friend. Him and, if, and Post Malone need to get together. If Bud Light does not use this man in a commercial and give him some money, I don't know what else they need. This is the greatest marketing of all time. Yes, it is drinkable, drinkability. But even it's the, water, yeah. Even, I mean, you no, can drink a thousand. It's beer. It's beer. Um, but even the Bud Light Knight would be proud of what Chad Little did. And if I see this Bud Light Lime Knight coming at my Bud Light Knight, I'm still pissed about what they've done with the Bud Light Knight. He never did anything wrong. And all of a sudden, they have the Bud Light Knight or the Bud Light, uh, the Platinum Knight. Get the fuck out of here, sir. Please. Please, sir, um, I'm just, just take your wings and go, sir. I have yelled at the TV when I saw the Bud Light Platinum Knight coming in trying to de- dethrone the Bud Light Knight because the Bud Light Knight has been protecting the village. And as we just saw, Bud Light Platinum didn't stop a wildfire, did it? It was Bud Light proper. I don't like Bud Light Platinum. I don't like it either because it's just, it is a, I forget what it used to be. They just rebrand. I don't like it. It was like Bud Ice. Yeah, it was like Bud Ice or some crap. Anyway, Chad Little, you are this week's Hero of the Week. And I am very happy that your shop has been saved because of the powers and the wonders of Bud Light. Yep. Wow. That's what an inspirational story. It really is, isn't it? And just another uncle <laughs> just got braver <laughs> this weekend. A, he was a father. It's incredible. Um, I want to read this one thing. What I love is there were, I, I forget what Reddit subreddit this is, but I went down like a line of like, people like talking about like overcompensating like like weird things were like guys being hyper masculine online oh, yeah sure and i just wanted to read this little copy pasta that i thought was really fun i handed my wife a knife and i told her to try and stab me she will never question my abilities to combat me ever again within a split second it went from in her hand to the air to across the room and in my possession no she wasn't trying to hurt me but she wanted to know exactly what I would do unarmed against someone with a weapon if the situation ever arose without even having to move my legs or shift she was disarmed it got her gears going quite a bit winky face winky face winky face what is that I don't know but he said this is the the title of that post was this is my cousin's five foot four husband (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right very very that just made me laugh. That just made me laugh very um, good all right i got some cryptid stories that i thought were okay. really funny because a lot right before we left we did the uh beast of Balga creek beast of Balga creek obviously some people were uh, you know what i want to say even those that were slightly triggered by our speaking and attitude towards arkansas i was very nice towards texarkana texarkana yes people indeed. were very supportive of us which is really nice apparently there's some racial connotation as, as well to the Beast of Boggy Creek. What do you mean? Oh, yes. Uh, it was one of those sundown uh, towns oh, where yes. it was like they, they kind of used it to... Well, we don't know, but we definitely... It's it's not... A, it didn't seem like it was a super friendly place. <laughs> um, but here we go. I'm sure it's much friendlier these days. Apparently, people keep saying nope. <laughs> Everyone said nope. Fal- Falk is exactly the same okay. as it was. All right. My grandpa's uncle, dub Uncle Ed, owned land near Falk. Wait, they dubbed him Uncle Ed? This is what they did. Is his name Ed? I mean, who knows? It was probably something like, like Clarp, <laughs> and they needed to change it because those names aren't around anymore. <laughs> they just dubbed him. I mean, that's a southern way of knighting somebody, to dub somebody. Your now name is Ed because it's easier to say when we're drunk. Think an RV park for maybe around five RVs. Right? It was basically a hole in the woods with some gravel on the ground. Uncle Ed rented out spots for trailers for family and friends to come hunting. We used to go down there for hunting until Uncle Ed died. Aww. We were there that weekend celebrating Thanksgiving. And while hunting in the early morning, we get a call from Ed's wife, Joanne, telling everyone to come back. When we get back, we saw an ambulance driving out. Joanne said Ed and his son Mike were in their tree stand when something came up and started scratching. 
It fell out of the stand and was attacked by it. And it was brighter out. Grandpa went to check out what could have been. Now, bears are popular in the area, but scratch marks were higher than eight feet tall. Right? Black bears in the area. They were most, a, little, a little taller than Henry. Thanks for that. Thank you. Yes, indeed. So they're about 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Ed died because the closest hospital was about an hour away from where we were. Oh. Yep, that's why. That's very sad. <laughs> that's very sad. Not the funeral. It's just because they couldn't get to a hot. Like, uh, there's yep. maybe we need more hospitals. Honestly, maybe they should they should look into it having maybe, some maybe. kind of doctor in Falcon. Yeah, maybe. At the funeral, Mike went on and on about how this had to be the bog man, and that old boggy was out to get him, so he needed to leave down. And after a very very short investigation, Mike was arrested for murder. In it, of course, Mike pushed that <laughs> out of the tree stand, slashed him with a knife. They found 10 feet from the stand, and he crawled up the stand to make marks. Oh, my goodness. And he tried to blame it on the Bog Creek monster. <laughs> well, it didn't work, huh? Nope. I always find it's better to blame it on something that's real, you know? Because that, that's a good way to kind of get out of it there. Or hide the murder weapon. <laughs> yeah. Here's another story about just sometimes, and I honestly think that Kissel himself, you will commiserate with this more than anything else. Okay. Now, to, towards the end of quarantine, I moved back home with my parents instead of living with my roommate at our apartment for college. My grades and mental stability were rapidly decreasing. It was just about the best move for to be back in the company of loved ones. Got it. I got into the habit of going on walks and hanging out in the small wooded areas near and around my neighborhood and maybe quite possibly smoke some herb and most of all of these walks. Okay. Okay. Cool. Got you. Got to chill out. Well, my neighborhood is full of catty ass, busy, busy body carrots <laughs> and old people who have nothing productive to do with their time and gossip like middle school. So just, just going out to the woods and smoking weed. <laughs> That's it. But I don't know how you know this, but this is true. He's the busy guy. Well, one day word gets around complaining of a foul skunk like smell and a tall, lanky black figure Uh-oh. in the brush towards the far end of the field behind our home. I automatically think back to the previous mentions of skunk apes and big feats and friendly fellows of that sort. Now, after that, I recall the time recently I'd snuck out of my house at night to enjoy a nice, hot, carrot-shaped bowl of my stank dank. So in my basement, I have a massive window that leads to the small pit. Now, it's only about six feet long and about four feet wide, but it's a good six to seven feet deep, perfect for sitting down in a nice spring or summer night. Towards the end of my first bowl one night in the pit, hearing an unearthly cry of pain ring through my, the dark neighborhood. Oh! Whoa. Sounded like the noise Henry made at the beginning of the episode, except except chills through my bones. Mm. I hurry up and finish the bowl, and another one, maybe two, two more of them. <laughs> because damn if I'm going to get some beast to stop me from my quest. Yes, indeed. After making these connections, I think to myself, oh my lord, do we have fucking skunk ape in Monroe, fucking Michigan? Impossible. Monroe is located above Ohio. And a 45-minute drive south of Detroit. I'm ecstatic at the prospect of something mysterious going on in my neighborhood. Now, the field where the figure was found out was the location of one of my smoking spots. Now, I'm a six-foot-three, lanky-ass male. Uh-huh. I always wore all black, even on the hot summer days. And I have a black, long sleeve shirt and jeans on, and I have long black hair. Cool guy. I just realized I was a skunk ape I was now dedicated to find. <laughs> It's been me. Somewhat disappointed what? at the realization that my town was as boring as ever. I reveled in the fact that I was somewhat encrypted in my own eyes. Isn't that nice? Isn't that, that nice? Yeah, he was definitely very stoned. Well, good for him. I'm the busiest guy in Monroe, Michigan. But truth be told, if you can't find encrypted, maybe it's good to be your own. I completely agree with that. Well, thank you all so much for shooting those emails our oh, way. Oh, and the big thing is uh, we got a lot of uh, George Merson still alive. 
George Marison is still alive. Oh, uh, also, the most recent side story is stuck in a pipe. Ben wondered aloud, not for the first time, if George Marison was dead yet. Happy to report that he is not. Marison yes. lives in Maryland with his family. He is incredibly charitable, a community leader. I love George Marison. I know his health isn't great. He has a few more good years left in him. Now, reason I'm sending this in is I used to date one of his very tall sons in college. Aww. Been listening since the early days, and the Marison references over the years just always made me laugh. That's great. I love George Marison. Also, there's another person I said was dead who is still alive, but now I'm forgetting who that was. There's always one. There's always one. And we I just said it, too. I know. Oh, yeah. You said Pele was Pele. dead. Pele. Pele is still alive and kicking, literally. We don't know a single goddamn thing about soccer. <laughs> we don't know anything about soccer. Um, I know I, that that one woman took her shirt off. Do you remember in that celebration I of the love, women's soccer? I, they got I very believe upset. it was, I think it was Ham. Yeah, people were ridiculous, but I love the women's soccer team. They, they win. I watch them. Uh, I like a winner. I like a winner. I like a winner. And I love our female soccer team, and I invite them over to any don't one of our homes at any ass. time. I'll, no, I, I, I I'll them. buy them a bunch of beer. I'll buy them some ham. I love everything I don't know what a female it. soccer team wants. I'll buy them ham. I'm just happy that they win, and I love every one of them. And I also, and, and you know what? They're out there doing a good word for America, being honest and not cheating at soccer. Not like these FIFA guys. Yes, Because I think some of these FIFA guys are like the mafia over there. Uh, FIFA is incredibly corrupt. Absolutely. They're worse know. than the Russians. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this side stories. Hope everyone had a good time. Uh, not apologies, but we're happy to be back for this week. So good um, to be back. I missed being with you. Of course. And that's why, you know, I live every day wondering, will I get to a microphone today? Do you really do. wonder that? I do. Okay. Sometimes. Sure. Sometimes I'm like, oh, no, I have to be in front of a microphone today. <laughs> because sometimes you have sour brain. And little evil, horrible thoughts. Yeah, of course. But today, I'm learning to let those thoughts go. Good. Like clouds in the sky. Great. It's mindfulness, Kissel. I love what you're doing. Inner experience, Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> and I laugh just thinking about former me. <laughs> that was just like nine days ago, you? Yep. Yeah. What that fucking schmuck was like. Talk about schmuck of the week. Every wow. week. Every guy. week. Wow. Before wow. he got to relax a little bit. Take because mushrooms. Because I find it takes a bunch of mushrooms. Yeah, but 100 Uno's, hours straight. Uno is about people yeah you played uno with jackie with a brain full of mushrooms uno is about connection and family okay and that, I believe that's that. my commercial for uno today okay and also spring Hill jack coffee because it really does because i got jackie cooked on the cold brew too great and all of us and i'm fucking supercharged right now i love it i'm fucking riddled with it i can tell and then i just laugh <laughs> <laughs> thinking about all of the thoughts i let go <laughs> yeah. <Just laughs> well, you know, a lot of those thoughts are, you know, why we have a successful network. And mm. I maybe grab a few of those thoughts back mm. because, you know, it's, it's you good mean for bits? performance. I should think about what I'm going to say just, before. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I could do yeah. probably a little bit more constructive bit building. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. But you know what? When it comes down to it, and the reason why I want to is I want to entertain you yes. to the fullest. Yeah, I know you do. I want you chortling. I want you edutained. Yes, you do. And I want your breasts filled with the milk of peace, love, and understanding. That's the best kind of milk there is. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Side Stories. We're happy to be back with you. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. If you have a rocket, send it our way. We would love to ride it. <laughs> That's what I want. I want a, I want a rocket pack now. You sound like we're going to shove dildos up our ass and just <laughs> send it our way. One of those, like, you know, when someone else controls the vibrator. Like, oh, controls. I've seen those videos. Oh, yes. <laughs> 
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.